0: morning craig here rainbow radio at beautiful laguna beach kxfm 104.7 and today's weather as we want to know first off because uh as as i always say there's sometimes that's all we want to know is the weather and today that's no exception it's going to be a blistering high of 76 degrees which means you can still go to the beach and have a fabulous beach day some clouds this morning will give way to generally sunny skies for the afternoon. The high 76 winds southwest at 5 to 10 miles an hour. Humidity 74% and the UV index is extreme, it says. So be careful with, uh, uh, make sure you wear your sunscreen and don't get too many UVs. Uh, The week ahead uh, is uh, more of the same. I think (laughs) in the mid 70s, not even in the high 70s, next Saturday, which is a of particular interest the high should be 75 and all week long partly cloudy mostly sunny partly cloudy mostly sunny same old same old same old we're we're blessed so what happens we stay nice and cool in the morning and then in the afternoon we give way to some sunshine and some beautiful beach weather mild temperatures um it's all great and we must remind ourselves that we are blessed (laughs) And we're not uh, making uh, climate change breaking records as so many of the other locations in the United States are and around the world. We can't forget that. yeah. So I you know it, what's happening in a week from today? That's the biggie. A week from today, the largest, most grandest ever in the history of Laguna Beach Pride Festival will be taking place here. And it's kind of a little known secret. It's kind of hard to get the word out. Uh we've been trying really hard um to 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 draw the attention to that. Uh this is a festival much like uh the art festival, much like uh, any kind of festival. It's it's a biggie and um but because it's not been done before, it's kind of like, "Oh, um what is this?" you know. <laughs> so we'd try our hardest uh to get um to get the word out that this festival is, we're set. it's a precedent-setting festival in many ways. First of all, it's the first Pride Festival in a public park at a, at a, at a wonderful location. It's at um, Lang Park, which is, where is Lang Park? Well, I myself will say that I've lived in, in and about Laguna Beach for many, many years. Actually, maybe even a couple of decades at this point. And I can say that I, didn't, I had to get a map out and look at it. Well, it's, uh, if you know where the Montage is or you know where um, Aliso Creek Beach is, which most of us do, it's um, right there on that corner uh, where Wesley Drive is. And it's, so it's across from the Montage near the ranch, sort of, that canyon drive, and uh, Aliso Creek Beach. And it's on the inland side of PCH. It has a fabulous ocean view, and it's a huge soccer field out there. Well, I guess it's larger than a soccer field. There are tennis courts, uh, pickleball courts. There's a playground, huge playground area, recreation area. Uh, and that is where the event is. And the city has blessed Laguna Beach Pride with allowing First time ever, that's record-breaking. First time ever, a nonprofit charitable organization is is using a city park venue for a festival, um, and so uh, I mean, there, it's, certainly the city has sanctioned its own events and music in in some in its parks, but this is a an organization utilizing uh, a city park and uh, as allowed and we had to go to city council and get approval for it uh we had to go to the building department because there are temporary structures the fire department the police department and uh the health department uh there's a lot of compliance regulations that come along with it for the health and safety of everyone attending the event and they we're we're in compliance with everything It's been a long, long process, and we're really close to uh, having the event happen. We hope we have lots of attendance because it's a major investment in uh, this event. So if you haven't heard about it, uh, uh, I'm telling you about it now, and you can go to LagunaBeachPride.org. The main page now is all about this event, and you can find out a lot of the details. Now, what happens at the event well there's uh, a lot of um entertainment which is very primary. There are vendors, uh health and wellness vendors as well as some uh craft vendors. Um which is great to to be able to uh I don't know, see what's going on in, the, in people. One thing we're, we we didn't get much response to and I I'm, I'm kind of disappointed with artists cuz Laguna Beach is about art and and uh i think it's because we've kind of been under the radar for trying to get on the radar on so many levels that uh we had very few artists i would love to have to have there's still time i mean there's a week before the event that that's putting a lot together but uh there's still time for uh, to do some art displays um if you did want to do uh, an artist display it is uh there is a, some special pricing for artists because artists are always uh, well usually <laughs> i should not say always but it's uh there's a special artist pricing because um, they're not commercial uh, businesses so to speak and uh you can uh, go to the website for Laguna beach pride and, and there's a vendor tab and you can find about, about some of the information but We'd love to have some artists, so there's still a week left and certainly we would promote uh any artists that wanted to participate in the event uh, so you can reach out there if you're if you're so inclined there uh, again we have well we do have one um one interest in art uh, uh, displaying some art at the event, but I would hope we'd have you know five or ten <laughs> being this this that is very much the culture of Laguna Beach, all about the art. Um, but then we do have a, a full stage there um, with um, uh, Corday, who is a, a female entertainer that's well known in the, I guess, in the circuit of festivals, uh, particularly LGBTQ festivals, but certainly is a crossover to all kinds of festivals she you can find out about her on the website or just google corday c-o-r-d-a-y and then there's king queen which is kind of a rock group that will be entertaining uh we have a dj from la with a well-known following we will be doing dance music all evening the event goes on till 10 in the evening which uh is great so and then, following the event, there's an after party at uh, Stret, which is in Costa Mesa, just up the coast. So that goes on until two in the morning, I suppose. If you wanted to extend Pride that long, uh, it uh, would be a full day. But there you go. Um, <clears throat> what else can I say? There's. Um, it starts at three p.m. Uh, family. There's a family a zone, a, a Laguna. Um. Laguna uh, family, uh, kids and families are so welcome. Uh, Laguna Beach, um, uh, kids, uh, let me get the press release here. That would help me. (laughs) The Pride Festival. Um, What can I say about the event? At a glance, um, Jennifer Corday is a award-winning singer-songtress, guitarist, and cellist which I did not know, with a lot of charisma, with incredible charisma. Uh, She has shared the stages with the likes of uh, Melissa Etheridge, Sarah McLaughlin, Joan Jett, Pat Benatar, and many more. The Boys and Girls Club will be there as well uh, with uh, a Kids Zone and Family Zone, which we dearly love. And uh, there is an admission charge because all this does cost money. Uh, it's a reasonable $25 in advance uh you can get tickets uh at in advance at org. again a nonprofit and um what else can i say king and queen is an la based pop rock band that's the other entertainment uh, and um i do need to say about parking uh, there is just as any place in Laguna Beach, there is a parking is a consideration. Um, we, uh, the, I think the best option, honestly, is the trolley um, because it does stop in both directions, headed north and south on PCH, right at Wesley Drive, which is where the Lang Park is on PCH. So you can uh, park your car in any of the free parking spaces, ride the free trolley, or... There is a um, drop-off location at the entrance that, that we've set up. And uh, you can Uber or carpool and, um, um, you know, have someone drop you there and pick you up whatever time you want. Because there will be ample, plenty of space to, for drop-off and pickup, And uh, that's, the, that's the best way to do that. There are al- uh, alcohol is served there. There are alcoholic beverages and non-alcoholic beverages. There's food trucks there's everything. Uh, some people are planning on bringing uh, chairs and relaxing, watching the entertainment. There's a hillside that kind of faces the west. So if you want to, I guess, sunbathe and relax and listen to the music all afternoon and socialize, that's what it's a festival's about, I suppose. So again, that's a week from today. So this is uh, August 12th, it will be today being August 5th. So August 12th, a week from today, mark your calendars and we will see you at uh, the grandest, most largest, most extravagant Laguna Beach pride event ever in the history of Laguna Beach. We are so proud of to be able to put this on for everyone and it has been a year-long effort. Uh, We have had wrangled with the dates, wrangled with other Pride festivals, other events going on, and um, picked the optimum date we could, which is is August 12th, and we've uh, worked hard um, promoting it. I know um, Visit Laguna has really been a big help with us uh, getting the word out, um, but uh, it's still a process of getting the word out. Yeah, so that's the news about the Laguna Beach Pride coming up next week at uh laguna beach um come down for the day if that's what you were or, or come in from palm springs or riverside to cool off in our wonderful <laughs> cool uh i guess coastal environment um and enjoy it now let's go back to rainbow radio after all that's what i am rainbow radio i do have coming august 26 i do have a guest daniel moretti and he will be here representing all of us, a research group from UCI. And incidentally, UCI will be at <laughs> uh, at present at Laguna Pride, as will Radiant uh, Healthcare Centers, uh, and as will Shanti. And um, uh, I don't know, it go, the list goes on. But anyway, uh, Daniel Moretti will be here uh, as a guest on the program here. And you'll discuss what the uh, all of us program is about. It's a it's an effort to gather a million, uh, I guess, health samples of individuals in the United States, so that they can create a database that will uh, be available to any kinds of research uh, that will help um, medical research. Uh, I guess correlate information that makes sense and help them with that information to discover what causes certain illnesses and what you know what what might uh, uh, be a probable response to it uh, to make life better cure cure disease essentially so it's a very honorable effort and they've got half a million so they need the second half and I did sign up for it it's very interesting they do do your dna which is uh, at their expense, and they do pro- provide the results to you if you're interested. And they do give you a $25 Target gift card if you'd like. But uh, that aside, it's a very honorable thing to do and help the research and help um, the medical field. So Daniel will be here. He's part of the community engagement lead for this program. Uh, and he's from... Uh, he's from... he. Uh, from Stanford University actually is where he's um I'm not sure if he's living there now, but um that's where his alma mater is, alma mater. Out of based out of Stanford University. So we welcome Daniel. That's what's coming up. And uh what else can I say? Lots is going on here. Um yeah. Let's take a short music break, and I'll be back with more news and interesting things going on. But don't forget, make your plans for next uh, week for Laguna Beach Pride. We'll just be tickled to death. Let's see, what kind of music do I have? Oh, Oh, that's a good one.
1: So, what is right and what is wrong? Give me a sign. What is love? Baby, don't hurt me. Baby, don't hurt me. No more. What is love? Baby, don't hurt me. Baby, don't hurt me. No more. What is love? Baby, don't hurt me. Baby, don't hurt me. hurt me
0: Is love? I'm not sure. <laughs> um, I'm going to leap right into a Troy Savon song, which I played, I think, last week or maybe the week before. But I want to feature some new artists, and he did just release this next song, uh, and it's worth uh, putting in high rotation. It's called Rush, and it's a great video. If you're not familiar with Troy Savon, he was born June 1995. So and he's an Australian singer, actor, and former YouTuber uh, and a youtube personality. He uploaded his first video uh, in 2021 and <laughs> and has over 7.3 million subscribers and over 1.3 billion total views. So you might say he's a bit of an influencer in the uh, YouTube world. <laughs> well, in social media world, totally. Um, so he, uh, he's gone on to have a very successful career. Um, it, his lead single, Happy Little Pill. I remember that when it was very popular. That was in 2015. But anyway, this is his latest venture. Um, there is a couple of videos where he shows his, his new home and he's, uh, this seems like a well-grounded, well-rounded, uh, healthy, Individual that's very into his music and very proud of his, his work and very worth uh, a listen and um, I don't know, maybe purchase of his music. Here we go. troy savant now next um i just realized i think i did these last week but it's been a whole week so I'm one of them on high rotation uh the artist other artist that i was featuring is david archuleta and some uh he was born in 1990 so he's like five years older than troy uh but uh i found it interesting his background he was um in december 28th 1990 to guadalupe mayoroga a salsa singer and dancer, and his dad, Jeff Archuleta, a jazz musician. So his mother is from Honduras, and his father is of Spanish, Danish, Irish, and German descent. Archuleta has stated that his surname is of Basque or- origin. He speaks fluent Spanish and has four siblings. His family moved to Salt Lake City, a uh, suburb of Sandy, Utah, I know exactly where that is, when he was six years old and he attended high school and got uh and when Archuleta became a member of the Church of Latter-day Saints when he was 21 and he was, went on mission, and he did struggle with his religion, uh, I think, in a really almost devastating way uh, and did come to deal with it uh, and being gay and there's a very some very heartfelt um messages he's put out there about how he's dealt with it and um and is at peace with it and I, so i think that's great it's worth it to explore his path i think and understand what he's done but so um he's done a lot of philanthrop- philanthropy and uh in his tender young years and this new song is uh Uh, Well, the video is another great video, very provocative video, Uh, and the new song is titled I'm Yours, and uh, the words are very interesting as well, so let's welcome to the show David Archuleta. If I can get the, find my mouse. Yeah, there we go. Okay. I'm on fire,
2: I'm a fool. And to fight it, Gonna break all the rules and I'm not here to deny it. All the ways that we can be together All right, let's apply the pressure to fight
0: Come and get it, David. I'm yours. No. <laughs> so that was David Archuleta. And now I'm going to really shift gears here. Uh, I have a friend up in L.A. Um, that um, uh, Rick Caritas submitted a uh, track to me that has not been released yet. Well, will be released on August 8th, which is, what, a few days from today. Today's the 5th, so three more days. And uh, it was... Um, recorded by you know he wrote the lyrics uh to the song and recorded by a mutual friend christian um, uh, why can i get his last name here christian um adrian christian that's the problem I, it's, it's, christian's his last name adrian christian and um yeah good friend i can't get his first name right adrian <laughs> sorry sorry adrian <laughs> Anyway, uh it is a tribute to Olivia Newton-John and it's uh so it's um very special, I suppose, and it's uh called Her Spirit Lives On. And he actually sent me the lyrics to it which um are very touching. And I thought I'd play it. It's um like I said, uh the release is August 8th. So the the funds will 25% of the proceeds Will go on, uh, will be donated um, for cancer research and wellness to the Olivia Newton John um, Cancer Wellness and Research Center. So uh, I'm going to play it, and at some point, maybe, uh, you know, they will be here. I don't know that I should be playing it, but I am. (laughs) Hey, they sent it to me. I don't know. Maybe they meant it for my own ears. But anyway, here we go. You heard it here first on KXFM 104.7. And it's uh, uh, Her Spirit Lives On, in tribute to Olivia Newton-John.
3: When all my friends would come on over We'd play her songs and sing along And I could feel the magic under her spell So big and strong She's no longer here on this physical plane We're connected to her like pearls on a chain I honestly loved her, can't believe she's gone on, her spirit lives on that beautiful song a voice from beyond her spirit lives on, her spirit lives on I wanna live my life like she did with so much grace and gratitude she was kind and Place of healing and peace of mind. I honestly loved her. Can't believe she's gone. Her spirit lives on. Her spirit lives on. That beautiful soul, a voice from beyond. Her spirit lives on. Her spirit lives on. Her spirit lives on That beautiful soul A voice from beyond Her spirit lives on Her spirit lives on Her spirit lives on spirit
0: lives on. Very nice, done, Adrian. Uh, someone else I'd like to pay tribute to. This last week, uh, we lost Pee Wee Herman, known as really Paul Rubens. And um, I, you know, I remember. My partner at the time just—he—he just would never miss a Pee-wee Herman's playhouse, and I—and I got drawn into it, and I—I—I I, I th- I thought this guy's brilliant, and I do love what he did, and I think he—well, um, he built. Uh, let's see what it, it says here. It says he quickly built a loyal queer fan base thanks to Herman's odd and out of the box sensibilities. Many LGBTQ fans were drawn to his character's camp and borderline androgynous exterior and his subtle queer uh, undertones. There were plenty, I have to say. Pee Wee Herman's universe was as wacky and garish as the character himself and members of the queer community could see themselves in Herman as a flamboyant outsider. The character originated on stage. HBO developed a television vehicle, Pee Wee Herman's show, in 1980, which was met with a rapturous response from audiences. A big screen adaptation followed 1985 Pee-wee's Big Adventure, and that was wonderful, in which uh, Tim Burton's first big directing role. Uh, there are some tributes to him. Uh, I think there was, uh, there were some people that tried to impugn him and make him uh, a villain-like person, but uh, let's not go there. Um Tributes to Paul Rubens. Were, here's some tributes. Following the news, Paul Rubens' death, queer fans and celebrities have shared emotional tributes, such as, Paul Rubens and Pee-wee were gloriously accepting. Everyone was welcome at the Playhouse, said U.S. writer Paul Rudnick. Pee-wee was an, exactly the sort of glorious creature who'd, we, who'd be banned by Ron DeSantis and Mike Pence. Pee-wee's joy is the opposite of their vicious queer baiting and censorship. Paul Rubin is an artist unlike anyone else ever lives to live on the planet. He created a world where black people, queer people, strange people were not tokens, but actual human beings. Shared another fan. Thank you for being a major part of my childhood. I wouldn't be a queer I wouldn't be the queer I am without you and your playhouse, wrote the third. Uh, I don't know. I just, I think he was uh, very, very creative and had a heart of that uh, crossed all barriers, all prejudices, and uh, wanted to share it with everyone. So that's my tribute to Pee Wee. Paul Rubens, a brilliant person. We lost him. He, uh, unfortunately, had been battling cancer and... Uh, passed this last week at the age of 70 not too bad now let's get on to some nasty news <laughs> sorry <sighs> well maybe this is not so nasty i you know in my in my uh, in my old age first i need to get to station advantage this is kxfm 104.7 this is craig and rainbow radio i'm here every saturday morning 9 a.m to 10 a.m uh, you know, unless I get too drunk the night before. No, that's not true. <laughs> I, I I haven't been imbibing in years. I don't know my problem. I need to get back on a program in there, of imbibing. Uh, anyway, I'm here every Saturday morning, 9 to 10, and I usually have guests. And if I don't have guests, I entertain you as best as I know how, myself. And today's no exception. So uh, we're going to step into... What I've discovered is a very important cause, and that's the transgender stuff that's going on. And I like to often t- mention that, as uh, I wrote a, read a white paper not too long ago regarding some of the transgender issues and how they're so malaligned with hate and oh, all the other rhetoric that's out there, when uh, you look at the science and what's actually going on uh, with um, Sexual identity and sexual anatomy, and how they um, how they come together sometimes, and kind of crash. Uh, and one of the examples I I like to point out that you can be uh, born with female genitalia and be a female for all outward appearances, no biggie. And you're a girl, and you raised a girl, and then all of a sudden, when puberty hits, you become uh, you you. De- what has been lurking in the background is that you have an XY chromosome, which means you're male. So your body starts to become a male, uh, even though you have female genitalia. Now, is that the kid's fault? No, I don't think so. Is that the parent's fault? No, absolutely not. Um, so is, do we need to have some it be someone's fault? No. Now, the child is struggling and thinking, what's wrong with me? And the parent's is thinking, what did I do wrong And sometimes it takes a while to sort this out and maybe understand the science behind it or what is really going on. So there is uh, something that can be done to kind of put things on hold. And there's medicine that can bring the puberty stage to pretty much a stop while you sort it out. I don't know that that's the best thing to do, but at least it gives some time. Well, that's decided that that can't be used and a lot of legislature says that you can't do anything so anyway there's an article i say all this because there's an article now that can states ban on transgender care uh hold up in court and and this is a rather short article they break down the argument but uh essentially what it says is that um at the heart of these lawsuits, do bans on gender-affirming care violate the U.S. Constitution's Fourteenth Amendment? Uh, and the reminder: the Fourteenth Amendment says that states can't deprive people of liberty without due process, and can't deny people equal protection under the laws. So, right there, up at offhand, I don't think that I think the bans uh, on gender-affirming care do violate it. That's my my armchair <laughs> appraisal and the question uh do parents have the right to provide their children with gender affirming care is a new question so th- they're they're all discussed in this and that's what's what's going to happen now is that all these states that have enacted laws against parents being able to uh, uh do gender treatments or gender uh I don't know, affirming care, uh, make it illegal. Or those laws are going to be challenged under the Constitution. And it's saying that likely these laws that have been enacted will not survive. Hope, And I'm, I'm hopeful of that. I, I, I couldn't imagine having a young girl, a young child that was born a female and struggling trying to, you know, looking at their parent going, can you help me? I don't know what's going on. I don't understand what's going on. And that parent saying, no, I can't do anything because it's against the law. And that just seems wrong anyway. That's me. <laughs> that's my opinion. <laughs> so there are, uh, um, there are arguments on it. And while uh, you know, I've always heard you can't legislate morality if you think something is immoral or wrong, uh and i don't think it's a matter of morality here i think it's a matter of science and uh um but they're trying to look at it from a moral standpoint and again i think you need to sort sort that out but anyway that's in the news uh there's a great article about it um and where did i get the article um, in pixabay <laughs> that doesn't make any sense um Well, maybe I'll have that information a little later in the, in the program here, but um, it, it gives both sides and, and explains, it's, I think it's fairly impartial um, appraisal of what's going on. Anyway, let's move along. Um, India could soon become the second country in Asia to legalize same-sex marriage. How about that? I know India fairly recently decided that it wasn't against the law to be gay, <laughs> which i thought whoa <laughs> and uh, mind you india is on a par with china as far as population i don't think people necessarily realize that but that's that's a huge deal and so uh, uh you know even elon musk is gonna probably make cars there it looks like a, it's a big uh, market anyway india soon could become only the second nation in asia to legalize gay marriage as the world's first uh, fast-growing democracy, it is hugely significant moment for the LGBTQIA+ <laughs> campaigners uh, Abhay Dangey and oh my God, and 18 Indian couples leading the fight in the Supreme Court. <clears throat> Um, Abhay says, culturally, the ability to marry is critical. In this country, India, marriage is a very important thing. And yes, that is very, very true in India. For many years, uh, marriages were prescribed. Um, And what else do I have? Well, I have on this day in history. Let's see, I... (laughs) from state houses to congress anti-trans fights arrive in washington more on anti-trans and i do think for me 2023 is the year the year of trans and i think it's 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 been something well hidden and ignored um and not something dealt with and now it's um it's become one of those issues uh, politically, unfortunately, that it's just not very, very cool. So, uh, what do I what do I have to say? So, let's go to a brighter day here. It's a beautiful beach day again. I'm going to suggest everyone go to the beach today and go enjoy the Rainbow Tower of Diversity at the West Street Beach. Yay! <laughs> and go get your tickets today. It's a good day to purchase tickets. For Laguna Beach Pride, a week from today, um, on Saturday, and it's forecasted to be another beautiful day at Lang Park. Uh, Twenty-five dollar, and the charity of choice for because if there's any money left over, which is <laughs> hopefully it gets, it's not a loss. Hopefully, it's there is some positive cash flow there. It will go towards, uh, a portion of it will go towards uh, the OC Center, which is an LGBTQ, uh, I guess, organization for the last 40 years. 40 years has been providing services to uh, LGBTQ community in Orange County. It's uh, the OC Center. If you don't know much about it, you should. It's a great organization, and that is the uh, charity of choice for uh, OS- for, uh uh, Laguna Beach Pride, and um, like I said, tickets are on sale now on twenty five dollars They will be thirty at the the day of um, the event but um, yeah that 's the deal so i 'm going to be uh, dancing in the moonlight here, and uh, we 'll be right back on the other side of this.
4: And bright is the supernatural delight <laughs> Everybody's dancing in the moonlight I Dancing in the moonlight Everybody's to feeling yeah. warm and bright um, It's I such a fire Everybody's feeling warm and bright. It's such a fine natural sign. Everybody's dead.
0: Out so to Lynn, my friend in the UK. I wish she were here to enjoy the Laguna Beach Pride at Lang Park here. And also, I should mention on uh, Thursday at Nuance, uh, we will uh, from uh, from six to eight. There will be a hosted little event there. And Nuance is a interior design business, which is a right across from the post office. They share the same parking lot or sidewalk. As the Laguna Beach Post Office, and there's um, there's an event there with uh, a drag personality. I can't remember her name right off the top of my head, Uh, but um, that is the Thursday before um, Pride, which is it's this this coming Thursday, and uh, I hope that you you can all make that. That's free. Just show up there for a little entertainment downtown Laguna. So we're omnipresent. We're everywhere uh It should be a lot of fun let 's see if I have a note on that yeah um yeah and i don't know who the uh, the if the drag entertainer is actually but it's um will be a fun time i'm sure there there's food and drink and entertainment. What more would you want <laughs> and I think it's a no cost event so It's time to be social in a very mild weather, beach weather. We love it. I thank you for tuning in. This is Craig on KXFM 104.7, Laguna Beach's only FM radio, and we're happy you're here. I'll see you next Saturday as we ramp up for the biggest, most extravagant, most outrageous pride event in the history of Laguna Beach, and I'm unanimous in that. Thank you for tuning in. Love you all. We'll catch you next Saturday, same place, same station.